0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Rides podcast. Today, I have with us Chris Johnson. He's the president of the Tonto Gravity Riders. Not Tonto Mountain, but Tonto Gravity Riders. Um, He's going to talk to us a little bit about his organization today, what they are up to uh, what some of their uh, recent activities are, and, so, and as well as the uh, the grand master plan for uh, the Pino Mountain Trail System. So, welcome, Chris. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so, first of all, let's, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself. Uh, you're, you're a rider as well. So, uh, oh, what, yeah where, absolutely. Where do you ride? What do you ride? What's your favorite?
1: Uh, I ride a little bit of everything. Mainly uh, a gravity rider has been drawn into that from the early days of watching Darren Bear Claw. Uh, throw down on his SX trail, which kind of, you know, sparked, uh, the fire, uh, in the beginning days of where can I find stuff like this. And yeah. unfortunately back in the time we didn't have, uh, didn't have areas like that. There was a little bit of, uh, jumps here and there and stuff. And that's actually where our first initial involvement was out at, uh, the inner a pit. And, okay. uh, it was actually, uh, we had the desire to create something that we didn't have in Arizona. And, uh, Well, it took off and became quite popular, and uh, at one point in time, we uh, went through the whole process of making it uh, legalized, and uh, we're working with the Forest Service, and, well, we found out real quick that things can change extremely quick. Sure. And uh, we were getting close to having plans and everything in place, and the rec ranger changed, and a new person came on board as the rec ranger, and... uh, they weren't ma- mountain bike friendly gotcha and they wanted no part in it and basically that was that was the end of uh that whole ordeal okay uh, fast forward to you know a decade later uh, of course uh we were under the the eyes a long time ago uh, didn't want to cause any uh undue bad publicity for mountain bikers so we kind of sure. you know disappeared into the shadows and did uh, trail maintenance up in the Pinnell Mountains and kept everything going up there and started hunting down and seeking the big long descents in Arizona and try to clean those trails up and kind of put them on people's radars and stuff and uh, eventually we were approached by the, the Forest Service and uh, they wanted uh, well, to utilize our enthusiasm and our uh, work ethic to uh, adopt trails within the Pinnell Mountain Range and uh, to actually do it and work with them, and then uh, to work with creating a new plan, which will benefit all users.
0: Right. Awesome. That sounds incredible. Um, Let's back up just a little bit. Um, We were talking a little bit uh, before we started about uh, the Pinot Mountains. Um, Obviously, a little bit of a draw for those of us who live on the East Valley currently and and, and, uh, further east of the valley but for maybe not everybody who lives uh, on the east valley can you just give a quick description of where like where, where they can find this this trail system uh
1: the Pinal mountains are roughly about an hour and a half from mesa uh out east uh, if you're familiar where superior is uh, you would continue traveling down the 60 uh, until you reached a mountain town called globe and from there it's about 13 miles to the top of the mountain about 7,800 feet Nice. So during the summertime, the temperatures are quite mild until about June. It gets a little warm, but when the monsoons kick in, it's like heaven up there. Temperatures drop on a daily basis, cloud build up, moisture in there, and it's a good environment. And it's uh, it's really close to the valley and probably the closest uh, mountain or big descent to the
0: valley. Excellent, excellent. And so uh, as you are saying, you're working with the uh, Tonto National Forest um Uh, park rangers uh, whatnot in that area to uh, help clean up some of the trails and uh, as you said you've got a um, tell me earlier you've got a a master plan as well but talk about some of the more recent stuff that you've been up to
1: uh we've been focusing our main efforts on restoring the trails up there at the telegraph fire last year uh, did a a big number on the trails and uh, by the time the fire had hit the trails had gone from the best they'd been in in a very long time due to our volunteer efforts of cleaning up the trails and maintaining them, uh, the fire actually did an extreme amount of damage to the trails and we've been actually, were granted permission in October uh, from exemption from the fire closure to be able to go in and start restoration efforts so right now our main focus is restoring 6 Shooter ice house and counter canyon trails to their former state and shortening the length of the closure by making those
0: trails safe and passable once again for all users awesome um i'll admit ignorance on this one too and i'm sure there's a few others out there too but uh what is it about a fire that wrecks the trails
1: it's not so much the vegetation that's burned, but it really comes down to the the flooding damage afterwards. Uh, yeah. That that creates tremendous runoff that's not mitigated uh, directly after fires, and depending on the time of season that the fires happen, uh, they line up right for our monsoon season to you know wreak the worst havoc that sure. you can think of. Uh, there are trails in Pinnell Mountains, like, for example, Telephone Trail, or not Telephone, sorry, Toll Road, that have been completely just wiped off the mountain due no to excess runoff. Uh, not sure if anybody had paid attention to the news after the telegraph fires, but massive floods had come down sure. off of the Panels and uh, wreaked havoc down in Globe. So uh, you can only imagine the amount of material, rocks, and everything that have been removed from the mountain. Absolutely. Uh, Six-shooter, when we did initial uh, recon, it was unrecognizable in areas where it definitely looked like it needed a machine
0: uh, to fix things up. Gotcha, gotcha. So you guys are out there now. You have got granted exemption to go out and, and do some of the work. Um, how often are you out there working? Uh, we go out about every weekend. Okay. Uh, you can find me on the mountain at least one once a week. Gotcha. Um, And I presume that you uh, accept volunteerism if somebody wants to come out and help? Oh, absolutely. We have tasks that uh, everybody can do,
1: okay, depending on their level of uh, involvement that they want to put forth their effort. Uh, We have things from, you know, doing brush trimming and removal to actually uh, throwing a pick and uh, recut and trail. Excellent. Um, And how could
0: someone find that? information
1: uh, on our website we have a uh, volunteer page and within that volunteer page we have our current and past events okay. our current events are always listed uh, on that same page There's also a calendar that uh, that leads to all the events and generally there's a, a link that leads to each current event
0: perfect perfect um, all right, so that's uh, some of the recent stuff for the current ongoing stuff. But I know you've got a, uh, a grand plan for the Pinal Mountains. Oh. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear more about it.
1: Uh, basically, the the grand plan is we really want to make Pinal Mountains a a destination, and not only a destination, but a destination for mountain bikers. Uh, it's close proximity to the valley, its elevation, its ver- varying terrain it all lend itself to becoming mountain bike destination.
0: Fantastic. Um, you were talking again earlier about uh, um, some of the trails. What's uh, uh, some of the master plan trails involved? Uh, involve? uh,
1: some of the master plans is mainly is uh, adding a lot of cross-country mileage. now Mountain has a lot of downhill trails. They all go top to bottom, drop 3,000 feet, and as short as five miles. So if you can imagine trying to hike or pedal up that, that's not quite uh, you know, not quite fun, you sure. know. Some people seek out that pain, but others actually like to get out and enjoy uh, Mother Nature. So, our idea is to add a whole bunch of uh, pedal mileage. Uh, mainly on the top of the mountain. The top of the mountain you can go up there and camp and there's nothing to do except for go off the face all the way down to the bottom of the mountain or go down one of these steep trails and then come back up the steep mountain. So we're looking to increase uh, trail that families, mountain bikers, hikers will all enjoy while they're up in the uh, upper campgrounds. Uh, it further extends to making loops that are stacked loops further down on the mountain. Mm. Uh, that just kind of blow open the availability of people being able to do short hikes, short rides, long hikes or rides, and uh, massive hikes or rides, uh, depending on how they loop it together. Gotcha. Uh, the, one of the biggest projects will be to have a trail that goes from Pioneer Pass all the way around to Sulfide Campground, which uh, for people that don't know, Pioneer Pass would be the far east side of the mountain And Sulfide would be one of the campgrounds you pass on your way up to the peaks, which is on the far west side of the mountain. Uh, The distance of a trail like this would provide roughly 14 miles of cross-country travel from one end to the other with the varying altitude between 5,500 and 6,500 feet. Uh, So not a whole lot of big elevation or gain, but of course a, a rolling
0: contour trail that everybody will enjoy. Sounds great. So uh, from the description that you' giving me' it's, it's kind of a currently more of a shuttle shuttle run on some of these where uh, oh, you're, absolutely you're, you're not unless you're like you said in, into the pain yep. of climbing. Yep. Um, uh, gonna... even hikers use it as a shuttle route because okay.
1: they prefer to go either up and get a ride back down or go down and then take a
0: ride back up at the end of the day so great. Well, these new trails sound like it'll uh, really, like you said, make it more of a destination where you could spend several hours doing loops, um, connecting different peaks, whatever, right?
1: Yeah. And you, you can go and recreate without having to have 10 other buddies or five other buddies that want to shuttle with you. You can go up by yourself and have an all-day adventure
0: riding your bicycle or, you know, whatever it is that you're using the trail for. Awesome. Yeah. Um, So you don't uh, just have uh, mountain bikers out there, right? You said hikers, um, you've got trail runners might uh, use the trails, or were using the trails before the closure and stuff like that, too. Uh, I presume these will make it uh, a lot easier for for those folks to get around and to, uh, again, create some bigger loops for them not to just climb up and to come straight back down?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Our, our sister company will probably enjoy uh, hearing a little bit about that. Maybe we'll get a uh, a couple of races, a running and a, a bike race out there in a, the next few years after we get some of uh, the closures lifted and the new trails built.
1: Yeah, there there was uh, some talk and some interest from, uh, I can't remember what local riding group, or not riding group, but running group, because okay. they were looking for a way to go from the Globe Park, which is uh, the Baguolo Dash Park, and they wanted to be able to find a way to get to the foothills of the Pinnells without having to use roads as their courses. Okay. And there was a big run up there before the fire that had utilized roads and Globe, had gone up to actual Forest Road 651 towards the peaks, and then they went down Kellner Canyon and then back in the town.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Very nice. Um, and I, I know you're not uh, with the National Forest, but do you know uh, any expectations on the closure being lifted uh, or what they need to f- accomplish to, uh, to get that uh, ban taken taken away? Well,
1: currently it's pretty, pretty hard set that uh, it's not going to open until September, I believe, uh, September 22nd or 14th. Of, of this year, though? Of this year. Okay. So, so we've still got another seven months of uh, closure and hopefully within that time we can have the trails back up to shape our guess is that if we can help get the trails back into shape before then that uh, once the safety issues are mitigated and trails are recognizable and people don't get lost when the trail disappears that uh, they may uh, relax on that Uh, but there is also a chance that uh, safety issues aren't mitigated by then that they may actually extend the closure sure uh,
0: uh, you never know with the government, right? They're gonna uh, they're gonna enforce whatever they need to enforce. <laughs> that is true. Totally understand. Well, um, I definitely hope that that happens, and I hope that uh, we can get some exposure, you know, via you know this conversation here out there for uh, for the uh, the needs out there on the the mountain system because I think it's uh, um, possibly a, a new gem, like an unknown gem, right? Uh, close okay. to the valley um, has the uh, the elevations of Flagstaff, but a, a quicker drive. Um, and when you get your uh, your master plan, you know, getting going and and close to complete, it's going to have uh, quite a bit of uh, options out there for uh, all kinds of recreators, not just uh, not just bikers, um, but also to spend spend some time. So those of us who might be in the valley and and uh, have to travel that that hour and a half or so to get out there. You know we're not just going to go and, and go down once and take the shuttle back up and maybe go down twice again but you know we can spend like half the afternoon uh, exploring the trails and then get a, a good ride in or a good run or, too, a, if you're or even a weekend yeah there we go camp on the top like you said
1: you know, as, as a as an overview you know like the current trail system is 35 miles okay. currently about 17 of those miles are unaccessible and unusable so there are plans and there are thoughts of decommissioning these trails in proposal for adding additional mileage that we'll actually see users uh, use them right now. they are trails that people really didn't use before okay. and Mother Nature's taking them out. So the amount of effort that goes into restoring those is better spent adding actual mileage to the mountain that uh, all users will enjoy. So the, the end is uh, we're hoping to have around like 70 miles of, uh, trails within on Pannell mountain and within the, those 70 miles I'd say 50% would end up being contoured uh, traversing type trails
0: excellent excellent now that sounds fantastic doubling up what we have uh, what you have already out there um, well again uh you know if you if you want to help uh he said hit the website uh they've got the volunteer page on the website you can uh and does that give you a, uh does that give a person a uh email address to you or is it a um, how would they actually fill out the, the uh, volunteer?
1: The actual, the, the links from the volunteer page will actually link you to our Facebook volunteer page. Excellent. Okay. Uh, from there you can, you know, signify that you're coming or you're not coming, you're interested, ask any questions that you may have about uh, rival uh, work that's going to be performed that time or anything. So everything between the website and Facebook basically feeds each other. So you can get the same information from our website
0: as you can from our public volunteer group. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I'd like to uh, extend our uh, assistance there as well. So definitely we should get together and do uh, like a co-sponsored volunteer day coming up. Um, t- we'll talk more about this, obviously, like offline. But I, I just want to put it out there that I think Air Vibe Rides uh, would definitely like to uh, be involved in that. Um, and, uh, we'll do something about, you know, generating a bunch of, uh, folks to get, take the drive out there and we'll spend an afternoon with you, uh, cutting some of these trails or doing whatever needs to be done at, at that particular time. Um, I'd also like to, uh, kind of make the announcement too, that, uh, Air Viper rides will be, uh, designating three of our races co- upcoming this year. Our, uh, charity beer garden is going to go to, uh, Tonto gravity riders as well to uh, help out with some of the funds that you need to, uh, to get some of these bigger pieces, um, done. Uh, it's not cheap. To, uh, to, to take these trails. It's not just a bunch of guys with shovels trying to, uh, to dig out a trail. Sometimes we're uh, bringing machines out there too, right? So it's a, uh, sometimes a, a, a laborious process, but also a uh, expensive process. So uh, um, definitely want to um, make sure that we uh, uh, do, do that kind of stuff for our uh, local trails and systems
1: well, we appreciate we uh, we definitely want people to know that uh, what we're doing is not all about mountain bikers while we're mountain bikers at heart we do realize that uh, everybody needs to play nice and everybody needs a place to recreate whether you're a hiker a runner or a mountain biker or you ride horses and you're an equestrian there you, you know everybody needs increased recreational opportunities that are uh, more modern and uh, it basically, we're bringing the Pinal Mountains out of the Stone Age and into the mar- modern age.
0: Well, like I said, it sounds like you've got a uh, an unknown gem out there. Um, I'll be honest, and uh, you know, as as much as I've heard of uh, certainly the towns of Superior and Globe and a little bit of the Pinal Mountains, I uh, was not aware of much of the uh, actual trail system. So just meeting you and getting to know you uh, over the last recent weeks, it's been a, a great education to me because I've done a little research and, and found uh, that there is a, a, a nice little gem that I think is uh, about ready to uh, get polished off and, and shown to the world here in uh, maybe September 14th or 22nd seconds <laughs> of, of this year if all goes well yep. so we were talking about the master plan and uh, you brought me some slides here to take a look at uh, Chris tell me uh, tell me what we have
1: um, kind of uh, we have our uh, our master plan here this is what we are presenting to uh, the recreation department uh in uh, in globe in in the cobra valley and actually i'm doing that uh, next week on thursday uh Barty presented it to uh, the district ranger and she is uh very uh very taken back with the, the amount uh, that we have in here and uh it's uh, in depth detail that's great uh, uh as far as uh you know the planning goes the, the overall is uh there, there's going to be a lot of additional mileage and uh uh trails tend to go out of uh, service because they don't get used they tend not to get used because they're not fun or they're undesirable so we're looking to replace uh, the undesirable with desirable and trails that get used uh, quite frequently are easy to maintain so uh, that is our our focus is providing a lot of contour trail which uh Pinell mountain just doesn't have uh within all these contour trails is you're going to find uh find ways to be creative and make your own routes. There's going to be big loops, figure eight loops. There's going to be ways to extend your downhill descent, if you wish, off the mountain, depending on the routes that you choose and the different directions that you choose. Right. Uh, As far as hiking goes, it's the same way. I mean, you, you get to the end of your hike and you're like, oh, I've been out here an hour and a half or two, but I still got more in me. Well, what do you know? There's enough options where you'll be able to uh, continue and have that uh, that stimulation, you know, of con- being able to continue without having to backtrack or go out and back. And most people don't like out and back. So, sure. you know, the idea of designing a well-built trail system that not only gives you the individual options of those trails themselves, but how those individual options actually expand the increased perceivable amount without actually increasing the amount of trail on the mountain itself okay Uh, for example we have a a trail in the plan that uh, plans to go from sulfide del rey uh, towards the area in frio canyon to another trail anybody that's familiar with the area if you go up to any of the campsites doesn't matter if you go to sulfide or you go to the peak there is no trail recreation really nearby that doesn't go directly off the side of the mountain sulfide has absolutely none for this short connector trail that would connect to another adopted trail, it's only two and a half miles, but that two and a half miles actually nets you 15 miles of stacked loop options just based on its inter- con- how it connects between point A to point B okay. and how you're able to loop back around. Excellent.
0: So what do you have there? Uh, I see phase three, say phase three, part two, maybe? I'm kind of reading upside down. Oh uh, Yeah, phase me, three, uh,
1: part two. Uh, after we've done, uh, worked on uh, providing trail options on the top of the mountain and uh, adopting other social uh, flow trails, we're looking at uh, adopting uh, another, uh, another popular uh, social trail and it's in Frio Canyon. Uh, this would be a trail in an area that, in my opinion, would rival, if not, uh, you know, basically be in the same realm as Six Shooter. Uh, Six Shooter is an extremely special canyon. has run in water during certain times of the year with waterfalls and it's just nice, quiet and peaceful. This canyon provides that same type of environment except for it's on the east side of the mountain where there is currently nothing. Okay. So this expands a uh, trail on the east side, which currently hikers that live in Globe that have found it. They absolutely love it. Uh, They've expressed their concerns on their desire for this trail. So we have very high hopes. This trail also serves as an out and back uh, for people that want to uh, have kind of like a South Mountain type ride where you park down at Pima parking lot and you pedal up, you know, 1300 feet, six miles. Sure. Roughly. That's where we're looking is something where you can go by yourself. You can park and you can go climb up and you can come back down or you can climb up and tie into other proposed trails to extend. Uh, your ride.
0: Excellent. Excellent.
1: What do you have beyond three for uh, us? Phase four. Uh, phase four is actually uh, a really important phase. Uh, this will actually provide residents of Miami and Claypool with access to the Pinnell Mountains without having to drive all the way through Globe and get something. There are, currently there's no trails on the east side of the mountain, none towards Madeira Peak. This would actually utilize forest land and some existing routes that would be uh, converted into trail okay. or old dilapidated decommissioned uh, Stock routes, or you know, uh, sure, fire road access, or something like that, from many many years ago. Uh, this would provide connection from Frio Canyon all the way around the Madeira side into Miami. Okay. So, this is an extension of the Foothills project that starts in uh, around Ice House CCC, which connects Ice House CCC campground to 651. Okay, which would provide users a way, a means to cross the foothills of Pinnells and get to the 651 road without having to go through the residential neighborhoods and use pavement. So Whether you're a shuttle driver, a mountain biker, uh, a hiker, you can, you know, traverse across the lower elevations of Pinnell Mountain. So this uh, this uh, is something that actually do believe that residents in Miami are looking for as well, because there's been talk of finding a way to get uh, get trails on their side of the mountain. So that's part of like a first phase in providing something uh, really big for them.
0: That's fantastic. And you said right now there's really nothing, especially in, in the sense of an adopted uh, real trail, right on that side. Yeah, there
1: yeah. is actually, there's nothing east of Counter Canyon okay. period on Pennell Mountain that is uh, a system trail at okay. this moment. So uh, that, uh, that increases uh, quite a bit of mileage on that side because that would be roughly uh, about eight and a half miles from Forest Road 651 to Forest Road 906, which is in the foothills of Miami. Okay.
0: And is that the final one that you just passed? Uh, one page up? Uh. Well. Uh, sorry, this one right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, is that the, the final look? That
1: is that is the overall final look, uh, drawn in roughly without uh, an actual GPS track, but gives an idea, and it's a rough visualization aid of what uh, what uh, the mountain would look like if all of these routes were approved, which uh, gives you a, a pretty big uh, overview of uh, the amount of uh, options and and uh, loops that uh, all of these trails create on the mountain, uh, and it gives quite the area that uh, users can be spread out and not have uh, any user conflicts or overuse of uh, any particular trails because there's enough variety there that uh, the gravity crowd is going to be totally happy and have more than enough uh, to you know on their plate uh, and same with cross-country riders or your day hiker and and most importantly your families there's going to be enough family friendly contour trails that sure. uh, you know that'll actually increase uh people's healthy lifestyles by getting them out of the house knowing that uh, in their backyard they actually have trails now that they can uh, go up and hike Uh, one of the the big things i think for uh for the for the area is uh the actual development of a skills area at the base of Pinnell mountain utilizing the area around ccc campground Uh, we're looking at uh you know short flow trails uh, interpretive route loop that either has uh, uh, knowledge about the flora or fauna around the area or maybe even history something that uh, can be used by families uh, when their kids are there recreating using a pump track or in the skills area they have something they can take a short hike around and that also provides uh, cross-country access for bikers to get to the top of the flow runs, which bring them back down towards the the skills park, which is the pump track and the, you know, the balance skills area. Right. Uh, currently there's not a whole lot for global youth to do. Okay. And we have a feeling that this could actually foster mountain biking as a local sport that uh, that all the, all the kids and everybody that still feels young at heart uh, would be able to uh, be the gateway to get them to go from there to actually uh, being recreational users
0: on the mountain itself. Fantastic. Yeah, don't leave out the family, right? Um, start, the, start the kids young, uh, get them into it, get them interested in it. Um, you know, it. I know there's uh, s- some of the, uh, the big schools around here have teams, mountain bike teams and stuff, and that could be something, you know, future, future. Uh, as those kids grow up and and uh, and more of them get into it, it could be something where you know you you add that into uh, uh, the globe area high schools as a as a potential because there's so much uh, so oh, much yeah. more interest, okay. right? Yeah,
1: and, and this we feel we can get a lot of support from the local community because this this out of you know the trails benefit them, but this benefits keeping kids out of trouble, giving them something to do yeah. outdoors, which also keeps them out of trouble from sure. roaming the streets and everything like that, and uh, had, uh, my kids had something like this to kind of progress from. They might have actually stuck with mountain biking a little bit longer, but okay. both of my daughters, I think by the time both of them were 11, they were riding in the Pinnell mountains Oh, wow. With Nice. Me.
0: Excellent. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, now that I've really kind of seen a little bit more of the, the slides and, and not just heard your, uh, uh your comments about the What did you like to do with the master plan i got to know like where did you go to learn all this stuff but did you uh go to college for uh uh building building trails and uh um where did you just pick it up as you were going along i kind of picked up as
1: as it went along and i've always been one no matter what i've done in life i've always put full effort into it yeah and uh I tend to think that uh, you know I, I got a good head on my shoulders, and I can look at uh, the bigger pictures and remove myself from certain situations to be look, be able to look at things uh, in different views. And then you know the main thing with something like this is you got to play nice with everybody. You know you can't go in and saying, well, we're only going to do this, this, and this, and you know no one else gets kind of what they want or whatever. There there needs to be a happy medium where you actually. Look at plans like this and you look at everybody's involvement and you look at all your users and you want to provide something that's going to excite everybody because the more people you get excited about it the more people you have that support your cause Uh, the more support that you have for your cause the more that you're able to uh, improve those areas that uh, those people are interested in recreating and
0: yeah i think uh you said it uh, just a second ago when you said uh, that you're good at looking at stepping outside and and looking from like the outside and other people's views because what I see now after talking to you for, uh, for today and, and talking to you previously is that you have really looked at, you're not just looking at the mountain bikers and what they want to do just because that's what you like to do. Right. Um, you're looking at the families, you're looking at the hikers, you even, even mentioned equestrians, although they haven't put too much interest in, in your cause yet, you know, that, you know, they would be, it would be something that they would benefit from too if they're, uh, um, taking their horses out. So you haven't just said, you know, let's just get a bunch of fun, uh, flowy trails for the riders to, to go out and, and tear things up, but let's get everybody involved and, and, uh, make sure that this becomes a, like I said, a destination.
1: Yeah. And and one of of the big things for us is we're not looking at short term. We're not looking at instant gratification or anything like that. A lot of these ideas that are put in this master plan have been ideas that have been brewing for about a decade. And it's just a matter of we've reached the point that we're able to take these ideas and possibly make it uh, a reality. And uh, you know that's uh, that's a that's a big payoff in its own. And the reality is, is we you know want to push Globe to be in a mountain bike destination. It'd be nice if you pulled in the town, and it's just there's lots of recreational. You got right. you know your hikers and you know, your bikers and everything like that. It's kind of like uh, at one point in time in the East Valley, you didn't see very many uh, vehicles driving around with bicycles. South Mountain, bicycles everywhere. Sedona. Sure. Yeah, you can't miss them. But the East Valley didn't have much. The things that uh, our brothers and sisters down with the uh, Haas Trail Alliance have done has increased tenfold the amount of mountain bikers in the East Valley. So, you know, the potential is there. And basically, you know, you build it and they will come. And (laughs) uh, a lot of this is uh, kind of like planning uh, the master plan in Disneyland. How do you (laughs) provide... For everybody yep. and uh, you know and then it's a matter of uh, careful planning lots of scouting lots of time spent on the mountain trudging through brush and everything else to look at the terrain and uh, deciding on how you can do all this while making it maintenance friendly let's right say you don't want to create maintenance monsters so you want to sure. build trail that's well well designed contours the, the land nicely has proper drainages and everything like that. So that way you're not spending all your time trying to keep your beautiful trails beautiful.
0: I hear you, for sure. Um, and what is your timeline? So given, let's, let's just say everything goes ahead in September and the, the, you know, the closures are lifted, uh, people could start using the trails again. You can get in there a little bit more um, and, uh, and do some of the maintenance and the fixing of what's there existing. Um, if you you, uh, you know present next Thursday, as you mentioned, if everything goes well, I'm not sure how long it takes for them to approve or disapprove. Uh, you know, from that particular presentation, if you have to go through other other lines of uh, of government or, or whatnot. Uh, what do you think the timeline would be to uh, uh, see fruition in this? Well, to
1: see uh, completed everything that's in the master plan, if everything in it was to get uh, get approved, we're probably looking at possibly a five year plan for the trail miles to come up to the 72 miles proposed. Uh, but then that could also be shorter. It, it really comes down to the amount of users that feel that they want to support the cause and wanna wanna help out by donating or showing up for volunteer days. So the big thing comes down is we have a lot of machine cut stuff that we're looking at doing. And machine cut is, uh, is part of it is efficiency. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have a pretty large crew and you're only going to get a in steep terrain you're only going to get a few miles a year of proper well cut trail and right. it's a okay. lot of back breaking work well, a machine costs more but a machine can do the work of 30 people right 10 times over in a day yeah so depending on how that goes it things can go much quicker okay but definitely within our phases we definitely have uh, phases lined out that are going to be first uh First attack is the upper lollipop loop. We haven't figured out a name for it yet, but that is like one of the, the first things we're going after because it's going to make the biggest impact. It's going to have the biggest, biggest wow factor because Pinell Mountain has no trail at 7,800 feet that you can hike for more than a mile if you're, if you're lucky. And that right. mile is on some old decommissioned road going between a campsite to a, another picnic table or something like that. Right. This will, the the initial loop will provide, it's only five miles of trail, but it gives you up to seven mile lollipop loop as you, uh, you know, you make your way around and back to campground. So seven miles of trail up top for somebody to pedal
0: or to hike is substantial when you have nothing. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Are you already looking ahead or is it even, are you just uh, focused on this? process right now
1: I uh, mainly focused on on this process because th- this is quite the, quite the endeavor of uh, over doubling uh, the mileage on the mountain while decommissioning stuff so that's that, that's a lot of new additional mileage that's somewhere in probably the neighborhood of almost 40 miles of new trail
0: on top of maybe 15 to 17 miles of adopted trail yeah. Yep. Uh, if you could dream ahead or if you had a, a spare moment to do so, um, is, that, is there something where you could link then Pinal to uh, another trail system or to uh, another uh, area uh, further in any direction, um, other opportunities that, that if you dared to dream?
1: Uh, the Pinals. they're actually, it's quite a large area, so uh, I know currently they're doing uh, trail planning down in Superior. Okay. Uh, there's currently nothing that can link you from Superior to Globe, so that's always a possibility. But that is some some quite rough te- terrain between uh, sure. between those two points. But the far uh, the far east side of Pinnell Mountain in El Capitan Pass uh, actually has a lot of potential on that side, and it has much more scoured and cross-country uh, friendly terrain that kind of somewhat resembles Sedona's type. Uh, okay vegetation uh right. but further plans would be is uh we are at the Tonto gravity Riders, so we do have our eyes on other areas within the Tonto national forest of course that uh we'd like to uh, either adopt or improve so uh certain areas like that is uh one we put on on everybody's radar a long time ago is gold ridge trail 47 okay. uh that's just outside of uh phoenix going up uh 87 and across from Mount Ord, right? It starts at the top of Mount Pelee. It is the only trail outside of uh, the Mazatol wilderness and it drops 3000 feet in six six miles. So we put a lot of work into that at one point in time and cleared everything and kind of put it on the map and people are again showing interest in that. And that is within the Tonto and currently without trail stewards.
0: Gotcha. Excellent. Well, I won't uh, uh, push down this road too far. It looks like you've got quite a uh, project in front of you. Um, I definitely wish you the best of luck with your presentation next week. Uh, from what everything you've told me and everything that you've shown me, uh, I think you're going to do great because uh, you know your stuff and uh, you've got a, quite a, uh, a presentation here um, with all of these new trails. and. Uh, Again, if there's anything that we can do, I think, uh, you know, linking up sometime in the future, uh, you know, once these uh, really get going and you can um, do quite a quite a bit more, we'll definitely get some volunteer days up. We'll do something maybe with our sister company with their running um, since, you know, run, runners like trails, too, from what oh, i hear, yeah. Um and, uh, and we can uh, uh, you know, bring some manpower out there to some of your volunteer days. Absolutely that would awesome. be much appreciated for sure all right once again thanks for coming and uh talking to us today um i think we'll sign off